hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Are you excited to be here? Amen. Sit on top of your enemies. All of you are saying that you owe me, you owe me offering. Because all of you copied for me. Hallelujah. And um, it's a blessing to be here. I feel very grateful to the Lord and honored to be able to come. I think you should please turn it off. It's, 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 it'll make a lot of noise. Right. Okay. So, um, Right? Is it off? Okay. When it comes to change, you don't be afraid to sweat small. <laughs> Hallelujah. Right. So it's a real blessing and honor and a privilege to come and see how you are doing. Amen. And uh, to come to the Kowi Amen. And to enjoy the blessing of this town and all the towns in the area. I bring you very special greetings from our father, the presiding bishop. Amen. And uh, it's a blessing and an honor and a privilege. Um, I'm going to tell him that his children are doing very well by the grace of God. Blessing the privilege, hallelujah. Please be seated. And um, yeah, he's doing well. He asked me to come and check on you to see how you are doing. So, even without preaching, I can say that you are doing well by the grace of God. May God keep you. God, for all these great people, uh, this great person God has blessed us with. Amen. Um, I'm happy to be with. Reverend Emmanuel and his wonderful wife, Danielle. Reverend Emmanuel has always been a nice gentleman, handsome and nice, from his Anakazo days as the prefect of the school. <laughs> Amen. He is a very nice young man who has served God and loved God. We traveled to Nigeria. When did we go to Nigeria? Three, in July, three years ago, I think, two years ago, yeah, I, it was there and I was invited to Nigeria and I just called and said, let's go to Nigeria before we realized we were in Lagos. And he said, that was the first time he's in the plane. The following year, he was in, he, he was in Korea. Right? I see you traveling in the name of Jesus. Amen. So we had a good time in Lagos. Well, we were there for about a week, and uh, it was a very beautiful time we had in the convention that we were invited to. Anyway, and um, Daniel, nice to see you. Always looking happy, young, active, vibrant, energetic, glamorous. <laughs> yeah. Wow, what a shock. <laughs> You see, she's been a, a very faithful daughter and a very pleasant daughter. 
for so long, so long, knew her years ago. I used to visit herself, your sisters, in your mother's house at Dasum, uh, where the Banana Inn, remember? When we're in Collegono. So I've been visiting, I've been visiting for many years. Amen. And um, it's a blessing. So you owe me offering. I followed her up, and then she's now. I gave you a pot to marry to tell her. When he when was trying to chase, I told him what to say. And when he spoke the thing, no, she said, I agree. Amen. So it's, it's been related for a very long time. We've known each other, one, one ourselves, for so, so long. And all of you, also the pastors, and all of you, God bless you so much. Amen. Bouquet, beautiful, beautiful singing. Fantastic. And um, uh, what something experience? Other choir. Spiritual, exciting, exciting. Wow, that's also beautiful. And then the other one, mood changes. Mood changing stars. You really change the mood. I tell you. You sang the song to change the mood. <laughs> Amen. And the film stars also. God bless all of you. It's a blessing to be in a church where you can do something for the Lord. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah. It could easily be that you come to church, you just sit back, you watch, just watch what is going on, the choir sings, the pastor preaches, we share the grace and go home. But in our church, we all evolve. Who is the usher in the red tie with the pot belly outside like my pot belly? How are you, sir? Good to see you. Hey, I've seen a challenger of pot bellies. See me as a church, you take a picture, okay? Wow. Hey. There are challenges in, in uh, Coco. I'm happy. <laughs> it's a blessing. It's a sign that there's prosperity in the church. You must have a few pot bellies around. Do you understand? If you all look so slim, it's like you are not being fed well. So anyway, my brother, I love you. <laughs> it's a blessing to see you. So for all of you pastors and shepherds and people working in the church, God bless you so much. And God be gracious to you. And may God help you. And may God elevate you. Amen. I'm happy also to know that you welcomed Reverend Emmanuel into this city a year ago or so, so beautifully. God bless you for welcoming such a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful blessing to the church. Hallelujah. And um, I pray that the grace of God on his life will impact every life here. Say amen. amen. Um, because of time, we've done so many things and it's, I'm not sure of the time now. But anyway, because of the time, I'm going to be extremely brief. brief and um, we, will, we, will, we will end the service in the next three hours. By the Anyway, sorry. And then we will, we will, we will, it's going to be very short. Turn your Bible with me to Mark chapter 8. Mark chapter 8. Hallelujah. All of you outside say amen. amen. <laughs> All right. Faith, verse 36. Mark chapter 8, verse number 36. 
Can we all read it out very loudly? Ready, go. If he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul. Can we read it one more time? For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? For the last time. And lose his own soul. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his holy word. Amen. 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 I want to share with you why your soul is important. Why your soul is important. It's a short message. But I need for you to enter your spirit. Amen. I'm happy to see the beautiful office block coming up. Wow. You're doing well. And um, this is a beautiful church building, and um, God has blessed and helped us. We thank God for, we thank the prophet for the vision of having churches everywhere. And we are going to have many more churches in Nkoko and beyond Nkoko. And church buildings. We should have said Amen. So, have you found it? Um, I, I'm talking about why your soul is important. Somebody say, my soul is important. My soul is important. Amen. Amen. As you're sitting here today, there are a lot of important things about you. Amen. Amen. When I look at my pastor, what's the name again? Pastor Benjamin. Your coat looks nice. It's important, isn't it? Your tie is nice. You look very, very nice. If somebody, has, has anybody had a thief come to your house before? Can I see your hand? A thief has come to your house. Or you don't have anything in your house. One day, a friend of mine is a pastor. Thieves came to his house. And unfortunately, he didn't have any money. He had only 30 CDs. And the thieves slapped him. Pa, pa, pa. About six times. And they said, next time, have money in your house. <laughs> Big man like you don't have anything. And they left. They took the taxi and they left. So this person, he has three, three daughters. So he told me that every time the daughters ask him for something, I don't have. It's a Big man like you don't have anything. <laughs> so you must always have something. I see God blessing and preserving you. I see God pouring blessing on your life. Shout amen. Amen. And all of us want to acquire important things. You know, you want to acquire land and build a house. You will build houses. I know you didn't hear what I said. I said you will build houses. Do you believe it? God will bless you to buy a land and to build a house. Some of you, you even own houses that you didn't build yourself. It is not, it is not everything that you have to pay with your pocket money. Because sometimes when you save, save, save your money, some of you, even a car, if you don't eat for 10 years, your salary will still not buy a new car for you. What a shock. Are you there? Sit down. 
So you need a certain divine doors to be open for you. So they can drive a very nice car. I see it happening to you in Jesus' name. The first day I got a new car, it's a little beautiful Kia car, black, several years ago. I didn't sleep. When I parked the car in my house, when I hear the bed chirping, I open the door, I stand in the window, look, is anybody come? Look, I'm, I'm truly, truly, I stood in the window almost the whole night. My wife was telling me, ah, won't you come and sleep? I said, I'm coming. I'm checking something. When I hear a little chicken, and I get up and I open, look at it. I look at the car like that. That'll be your story. <laughs> I tell you, because I have something important in my house. Are you with me? So God will bless you. All my life, I've not seen anybody who has served God and God has not blessed him. I've not seen anybody who has dedicated his life to God and served God and God has not promoted him. I see that blessing coming on your life. Say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But today we are talking about the very important part of you. And that is your soul. Why? Your soul is important. Amen. Amen. And I'm going to give you uh, maybe five out of um, the several points we have here. And we can, number one, your soul is important because it is the inner man, the real man, who will live forever when the flesh is dead. Your soul is important because it is the inner man, the real you, that will live after your flesh is gone. Amen. I said amen. amen. Now I need you to listen carefully. Everybody in the church and those outside, don't be talking. Listen carefully because I just had to share this with you, this very brief message with you because I believe that we need to place the emphasis where we have to. We need to emphasize the most important things. Because in this world, the world is making and deceiving us to think what to think about things which are not important and make them important. But the devil is a liar. I said the devil is a liar. Hallelujah. I'm saying your soul is important because when your flesh is gone, your soul will live after your flesh. After, after, your, after your flesh is gone. Your soul lives forever. Amen. Amen. You know, many of you ladies here, you have taken time to dress very nicely. It's a special occasion. Some of you, you, are, you look at your hair. And your hair is not your hair. So you, you can't deceive us. You have added things to your hair. Extended your hair. So if you even your hair, what is under the hair is very wide. You are wearing the wig like a hat. You took it and put it on something. If the wig, one day I was praying for a lady. And then the anointing was strong. And she was falling, the wig was falling. And she had the wig. She doesn't mind her body falling, but this wig will never fall, I tell you. This wig, there's no way this wig can fall down. I don't mind my body falling, but this wig. Because if the wig falls, what, what is under maybe may, may something 
uh, that will cause problems in the church. You have taken time to dress up. You look nice. Look at the beautiful brush. Blue, red. What color is that? Brown. And a nine bow tie. Okay, the men are different. Red. All of you looking beautiful. Beautiful. And indeed, we, are, we want our ladies to look beautiful. Can I have an amen? Dress well. Wear nice things. Look beautiful. But I'm talking about your soul. Hallelujah. Because one day this flesh will change. This flesh will go away one day. So no matter how well you dress up, no matter the, 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 the sort of mascara that you put on your face, your lipstick, no matter all the things that you put on your one day this flesh will go away. In fact, your flesh is already, some of your flesh is already changing. It is only the makeup that has thrown the portals on your face that we cannot see. But in reality, you're, you're changing. Yeah, you're changing. I'm preaching. Tell your neighbor, the man, tell your neighbor, the man is preaching to you. Hallelujah. No, I'm serious. So I'm talking about the fact that a day is going to come when this flesh will be of no value again. So when you see a guy who likes a lady and looks at her, how beautiful a lady is, you see, don't be, don't be, don't be attracted to, to the beautiful lady. Her, her breast is size 24 and her buttocks is size 78. And it's like, when I see it, my heart is moving from the left to the right. Hey! I'm preaching. And so a few men, you are, you are like, you are like hungry lions. Every lady you see, you are licking your lips. Hey, what is wrong with you? Ask your brother, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Can I continue preaching? When the lady are singing the choir of concentrating on the song, you are looking at the What a shock. Are you still here? But I'm telling you that, you see, a lot of the things that you see now are going to change. Mm, are going to change. That is true. I'm telling you, thank you, my sister, I'm telling you. It, it's going to change. Amen. When I see the lady walking and walking and so on, a lot of things say, the lady's breast is actually flat. It's the bride that is holding it up here. It is... The thing has fallen. But something is holding it like this. So when it's walking like this, hey! You don't know what you don't know what you're looking at. Okay, let me concentrate on the preaching. So I'm telling everybody here that you see the thing that is precious and attractive to you will not last. It will change with time. When I go to my visit my mother who is now close to 84 years, and I see her pictures lined up by the wall, and I see this lady that she is now sitting there like that. When I, my mother has to walk from this to this place, she needs three people to hold her. Check, 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 because her legs can't carry the body. But when I look at her pictures, and I also remember her days, when she's on top i mean her time when she was actually in the flow the flow service 
I tell you. It's so easy. You will see she wear, you know, she used to, she, she's on the big side. So somebody used to wear corsets. Corsets is something that keeps the body tight. When she's wearing corset, we three boys, my auntie, we are paying Kaka and we are, we have to help her to wear the corset. Pull, pull this, pull, pull it, and they give you a knock. And we are pulling, we have to help her to wear the corset. And when she wear the corset, pumping, and she walking like that. And she's going, hey! It's not easy, I tell you. When she goes for the party, I don't feel like eating. Not that I don't feel like eating, no. Her stomach is tight. No food can enter. The food enters, no, the concert will burst. So she has to go at it. When she arrives, maybe she arrives at the, at the gate of the house. Playing, come, 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 come. We have to help her to remove the corsets. It's not easy. It's just a major agenda. It's like removing an engine from a car, the corset diary. It's not easy. So when I see her sitting down freely, she's having her head, she doesn't mind about her head. She has cut her hello. She's just sitting down free. 84 year old woman wearing easy dress, sitting down, even get, looking easy and free. I say, hey, this woman, people knew her. But her body is changing. You see, so the point I'm making is that. If she does not concentrate, I'm glad that if my mother became a pastor at the age of 80. That's why she became a pastor. She's a lady pastor. 80 years. No, 79. She became a pastor. It's a blessing. You are, you are not too late. And you're also not too early. Say amen. Anyway, so I'm saying that, you see, if you don't now concentrate on your soul, but all your attention is on the flesh, you are focusing on the wrong thing. Say amen. amen. Jesus told the parable in Luke chapter 6 about the man, the, prodigal, the, 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 the rich man and Lazarus. The Bible says that Jesus talked about how this man was, the, the rich man, the man was very rich. And Lazarus was the poor man who sat at the gate of the man and begging to eat from the crumb that fell from the man's table. And that was said, moreover, the dose came to lick the man's sores. And then, Bible says, eventually, Lazarus died. Amen. And then, he, he, I mean, Bible says, when he died, angels carried him into Abraham's bosom. And then, at the end, as time went by, I don't know how long it took, whether it's after five years, ten years, or fifteen years, but the Bible said that the rich man also died. Everybody will die. Death means the flesh becoming useless. Say amen. Now that is why we have a church. That is why we have a pastor here. That is why we are here building because we believe that the soul must be given its priority. The church is not a place just to come and get rich and come and have this and that. It's a place where your soul must be fed and to prepare for eternity. Because your soul is the most important part of your life. It lives after your flesh is gone. Thank you for those who are clapping. God bless all of you. You will be rich. 
you get married you have all that but i'm saying that the reason that the church exists is not to make it rich it's not to make you have a car or a house all of you will pray for all that but most importantly prepare your soul for eternity because the soul is the most important that is my work my work as a pastor it's not to make you just, just to make you happy. My, it's not just to make you have a new show. My work is to prepare your soul for eternity. That is my work. And that is our work. Can I preach to anybody here? Can I talk to anybody here? Can I talk to somebody here in Coco? Is anybody hearing me? Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Thank you very much for all the people, all the things that we hear and all that. But I'm saying that the work of a pastor, the work, the reason why the church exists is to prepare your soul for eternity. What a word. What a word. Are you still here? Yes. All the things we say are also true. That God will prosper you. God will bless you. God will give you a car. All of it is true. But most importantly, the first thing, listen, if you never build a house, if you never drive a new car, it doesn't mean God doesn't love you. But if I come and tell you all that, and I don't talk to you, I talk to you about your soul, I'm a deceiver, and I'm a liar, and I've missed up my way. I'm preaching. My ministry, our ministry, the reason why the church exists, the reason why we are sitting here today is part of preparation of our soul that lives forever. I'm preaching. Your soul is the most important part of you. Amen. If you like, even you look at your classmates in school. Don't they also drive cars? Don't they also have houses? Don't they, I mean, Edward, you're a lawyer. Don't you have classmates who also have nice houses like the house you have? They are cars, the cars you have, the way uh, you have nice cars, they also go abroad like you travel. So if all that we are doing is to tell you that you go abroad, you go to America, then, then we are just like unbelievers. unbelievers. When you sit in the plane, it's not only believers, the unbelievers also, and they are more than us. The Bible says that if only in this world we have hope, we have all men most to be pitied. Should I say it again? Should I say it again? If our only hope, is to let you have if our teachings only have let you have hope in this world if only in this world we have hope all our hope is in the house we live the car we drive and all that the bible said we are of all men most to be pitied because those who don't believe in god have nicer cars than us i know why you are quiet i said i know why you are quiet those who don't serve God live in nicer houses than us. So if that is all that we have, then we have, then we have wasted our time. But I'm telling everybody sitting here, you can hear me, hear me clear. I'm telling you, bless God for the car, bless God for the houses, bless God for all the nice things you, you want to have. But the most important part of you is your soul. And God wants your soul to be prepared for eternity. Shout amen, somebody. So let me continue preaching. Hallelujah. As a pastor, 
I dedicate houses. People tell me, I build a house, I dedicate it. I, I dedicate people's cars. I'm happy when this testimony is it's, 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 it's good and it's, it's, you feel happy about it. But I'm telling you that our preaching is not just about better life now. That's not what it's about. It's about preparing you for eternity. Prepare your soul. Look at what Jesus said. Look at that scripture again. The scripture. Mark chapter 8 verse 36. For what shall it profit a man? If he can build a house and on the Kowul land. If the man, what does it profit a man? It is again all the land saying, in Nkoko and drive all by all the cars and all the tickles in Nkoko. He owns all of them. What shall it, if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? The rich man die. You see, rich men die, poor men die. Everybody dies. Can I have an amen? And when the rich when when Lazarus died, angels came and carried him. One day, when you die, may angels carry you to heaven. Not because you are poor, but because you served God and dedicated your life to God. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. I came to Nkoko to talk to your soul. Bless God for your nice suit, your nice tie, and everything. But I'm talking about your soul. Your soul that lives forever. Your house is just like a, your, your body is just like a house. It's just like a building. It's just like a container. Sooner than later, the houses will get old. So don't let me preach. There'll be cracks. The, the walls will be dirty. Are you there? If you can hear me, give me a wave. If you can hear me, give me a wave. Give me a wave. Wow. Why do you think Reverend Emmanuel is here in, in, in Coco? So I can tell you that you, you, you prosper and that is it. And no, we'll teach you about prosperity. We'll teach you about God's elevation. But more importantly, we'll talk to you about your soul. How, where you spend eternity. Your soul lives after your body dies. I'm telling you. Lazarus was carried to Abraham's bosom. But then, the rich man also died. And he went to hell. Amen. Now, I'm sure the rich man was buried in one of the cemeteries in town. Have you seen a rich man's, have you ever attended a rich man's funeral before? Who has gone to a rich man's funeral before? Wow. Sometimes I can see a, a queue. They'll go to pay the last pay about four miles long. They all want to go and pay their last resort. One day I went to, I went to a funeral. I'm a wakekeeping service. When I arrived there, I almost ran back, ran away. I don't know what I, I don't know what I was expecting. So when I got there, I went to sound, I don't know whether I went to it, because I friend or whoever it is. I mean, somewhere in cantonments, Accra. When I arrived at the place, so Bishop has come, Bishop has come. So this gentleman, the man whose son, um, the man who had died, his son, said, Oh, let's welcome because there was a long queue, but because I'm the bishop, one day be a bishop, because I'm the bishop, they opened the door for me to come and pay my last respect. When I entered the room, I almost ran back. Hey! 
The man was standing, wearing kente, standing like this. I thought the man was dead. But I didn't know that. I did the first time I saw a dead body standing. Because I seen them lying. But I didn't see one sitting, but this one was standing like this. I said, the man has resurrected. I almost ran away. <laughs> they have propped the man up. And since you're holding the man, wearing kente, standing and smiling. Then the man says, I told the boy, what's going on? So he's a chief. What a shock. I've attended all types of funerals. But the question we need to ask ourselves, the body of this person lying here or standing here, where is the man's soul? Where is the man's soul? It's a question. Ladies, are you hear what I'm saying? So bless God, where the makeup where the uh, all those type of things do your hair but see, consider where your soul will spend eternity more important than whether you have beloved or don't have a beloved but you have a beloved anyway prince what do you think hmm? are you married do you have a beloved do you have a beloved is he in the church not in this church but he's in the church as i'm talking now you're too known oh you're too lonely <laughs> With all your children, you are not yet married. May God deliver you. Somebody say amen. amen. But listen, 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 listen. The Bible says that the rich man was buried, and then when he was buried in hell, he lifted up his eyes. But I thought the rich man was buried in the cemetery. But then your soul has eyes, your soul has all the features of a normal body. So the rich man could see Lazarus. He could recognize Lazarus in death. Wow. Amen. Amen. He could recognize Lazarus in death. After they had died and were buried, he lifted his eyes from hell and saw Lazarus sitting out there. And think that when your body is gone, your soul lives on. Your soul recognizes me. One day you remember the preacher who came here and shouted and preached to you right here. You remember? I said, You remember? You remember? Somebody say, Amen. Are you still there? Let me give you a second point, third point, and fourth point, and we're close. What a way. Every Emmanuel, tell them all the things you have to tell them. But most important, tell them about the To gain the whole world is to gain all the wealth, the money, the fame, the popularity, and all that and the honors of this world that this world can offer. You see, Mark 8 27. Mark 8 27. Mark 8. And verse number 27. And Jesus said, went out and disciples into the towns of Caesarea Philippi. And by the way, he asked his disciples, saying unto them, Whom do men say that I am? Now listen, in the previous verse we read, the Bible said that you can gain the whole world and lose your soul. To gain the whole world is to gain fame, gain popularity. You know that if you go to school, there's some students who are very popular, isn't it? Very, very, very popular. When I was in Sisform, St. Augustine's, I remember one guy. He was very, very famous and popular in the school. 
His nickname was Bodier. Bodier. And when Bodier is working, Bodier. But in fact, I never knew his real name. All I knew was Bodier. That was his name, Bodier. And one day, his father came and visited him. You know, parents come once a month or every two weeks or every six weeks to visit. So when the man came, he asked, he asked do you know, uh, let's say, Samuel, Samuel Quarantine? And the guy said, I don't know any Samuel Quarantine. Oh, says form, uh, says form science, uh, Samuel Quarantine. I don't remember him. I don't know. Nobody knew Samuel Quarantine. And one boy came and said, ah, is it body here? Is it body here? And so he said, ah, maybe it is body here. And the father said, what? I said, what? The teacher said, body here. So the waiter found out and discovered that Bordier was Samuel Quarantine. What a shock. So they told Samuel Quarantine that Bordier, that your father is looking for you. So the father's car had been and then Samuel Quarantine was going to see his father. As I was walking, the whole school went, Bordier, Bordier, Bordier. Hey, the father was angry. He said, you, I brought you to school. Is that your nickname? He slapped his son. Ah! And when he slapped his son, the whole school went, boy, dear papa, boy, dear papa, boy. Hey, I, it was not easy for the man. <laughs> the man became boy, dear papa. And the man took a stone, the man, the big man, took a stone to throw at the student. Threw the stone and students became wider. Boy, dear papa. Oh, dear Papa, I tell you, it was so easy for the man, I tell you. In fact, then a teacher advised the, the man. In fact, from that day, he said, the man drove his car and went. Then the teacher called the man and told the mother, listen, these students, and when they call your name, just accept it. That's when they will be cool. So, anytime he came, tell body and say, yeah, body. And the whole students were happy with him. What a shock. Look, this boy there was a very famous boy. That was his nickname. One day, Bordier, this Bordier guy, he said that he wants to prove to the school, to everybody, that he was a daring boy. That was a daring. He can do all sorts of things. So from one house to the last house, on a special visiting day, he said that I'm going to walk out of here naked. From my house to the last house. Maybe from here to the building up the road. He said he was going to walk naked. And if it's where parents had come. And of course, you see, every foolish you want to do, somebody will give you fans. Yeah. Every party you join, somebody will vote for you. Am I not speaking the truth? Yeah. You get somebody to vote for you. People will follow you. So the boy removed everything. His banana was flowing free of charge. And he started walking and we're following him. But yeah. But do I just follow him, give him fans as he was walking across because he had better with somebody for 50 cities. If I'm able to walk around to the other side, I'll get 50 cities. And they betted. And as he was walking, he met the headmaster. <laughs> what a shock. Banana, everything, free of charge. And the headmaster said, what, what is happening? The man is like, has a boy gone mad? Has a boy gone mad? So when he was ahead, I said, wanted to run away, but it was too late. I said, what is going on? They told him the bet and so on. He said, you want to prove that you are mad? I'll show you how to be mad. 
So the headmaster called this boy and made him go and kneel in front of the school, the whole of the administration, naked with his hands lifted. You want to show madness? That was Bordier's last day in the school. He was dismissed. He was dismissed. Sometimes you follow foolishness. May you not follow foolishness in Jesus' name. Come on, shout amen. Popularity and fame will not take you anywhere. To gain the whole way to become famous. Everybody knows you. Everybody calls you. You are the most popular person around. And so what? Jesus said that you can gain the whole and lose your soul. It is useless. Useless. It, 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 does, no, it, it doesn't have any value. So I'm telling everybody, listen to me today. Bless God if you are known. Bless God for the fame. Bless God for the popularity. Look at politicians. They want to put, they do all sorts of things to gain fame and to all become popular and all that. And so on. at the end of the day, if you can gain the whole way to lose your soul, it is useless. I pray for you today. May you not lose your soul. I said, may you not lose your soul. Shout amen again. Number three. Am I preaching? I said, am I preaching? Let me give you a, a third point. Wow, what a way, 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 what a way. Look at people like Michael Jackson. People, great people, and so on. Where are they now? Where are they now? Everybody knew Michael Jackson. But a time came when he, he, does, not, he does not exist anymore. Anymore. Number three, your soul is important because Jesus said there was nothing valuable enough that could be given in exchange for your soul. Nothing can be given in exchange for your soul. Matthew chapter 16, verse 26. All those who are sleeping should say amen. Hmm. Can we read? Can you all of us? Everybody stand up and read Matthew chapter 16 verse 26. All right. Can you read it? Ready? Go. For what is a man profiting if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Read on. Or what shall a man give? Hallelujah. Sit down. What can a man give? In exchange for his soul. Friends, what will you give in exchange? If you go and buy something in the supermarkets, at the sales shop, at all these places, you give money and then they give you biscuits. You give money, they give you petrol. You, go, you have this, you do this in exchange. Something that you pay for something that is given you. Am I right? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Anything you, you give something so that you can get something. But the Bible says that what can you give in exchange for your soul? What is it that you can give that is equivalent to the price of your soul? I don't know whether you're hearing me. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The price of this bag. How much is it? I'm sure he bought it from the market. So it's a, let's say, let's say 20 CDs. I saw a lady when I checked wearing nice shoe. He said, Bishop, I bought it for seven CDs. 
I told all the ladies in church, go and buy. One, one of the ladies told me that even my own is two CDs. So I realized that you don't need a lot of money to look nice. Yeah, do you know that? You don't at all. You don't need money to look nice at all. I move how move too much. You worry yourselves. You don't need a lot of money. It's small, small. You be, you be, you look nice just now. Hmm. Hmm. They're looking at me. I'm preaching to you. Where's your ring, Manuel? He stepped out. I remember one day he gave me a number. I'm, I'm glad he's outside. He's not here. What I'm saying. A number of somebody who sells suits in Accra. I said, hey! the suit that you can see in a shop, they sell it for, let's say, thousand, two thousand CDs. So the lady, the lady sells it for two hundred CDs. All the co- all the suits is wearing. I'm showing the pride. That's why it's not here. I'm showing the pride. It's not expensive at all. He gave me the he, no. There's no you need you need new one from China. I, did I give the number to you? One day I met all the pastor. Give them the number. When I met the pastor, I said I give them a number of a lady. The number, the woman's number he gave me. Who said the suit? Yeah, Aha! I saw him wearing red suit. I said, Where do you go? Where do you get set up? I give you the number. And I went, I myself, Saki. I went to the place, looked at front woman some corner in Makola. I said, here, I can't come, here, I can't, they will catch me. Bishop, don't, bishop, don't go here. Bishop, don't go here. So I gave, I gave the number to one of my guys. I said, you go and look for that. I, I went and went to see my pot belly then. When he gets my side, and I'll send, and then, she said, bishop, I've got your side. And I'll send somebody because I don't want anybody to catch me there. What a shock. So what he's wearing now, don't be jealous. It's not expensive at all. Don't be jealous. Don't worry. But anyway, I'm telling you that, you see, everything you have, there's a price for it. Everything has a price. Can I have an amen? Ladies, your body has a price. Don't remove your skirt for any man, any foolish man. Your body has a price. I don't know why you are quiet. I'm preaching to you. Somebody gives you a spring rose. You are moving your skirt. That means that your, the price of your body is spring rose. Am I talking to anybody here? I say your body has a price. Eh? If the man says, I want to squeeze your breast, tell the man that you want to squeeze, you want the breast, you want something to squeeze, go and buy both throats. But my breast has a price. Let every sister say amen. Mm. Hello? Are you in church? Everything has a price. Amen. But I'm saying to everybody here, your soul also has a price. And Jesus said, what can a man give in exchange for his soul? What is it that you can offer that can pay for the price of my soul? What will be good enough to pay for my soul? What will be good enough for you to throw away God, throw away Christ, throw away church, throw away your ministry because of a, because of a mobile phone? What can a man give in exchange for his soul? I'm preaching. 
for politics. Because of politics, you don't serve God anymore. I'm preaching. I said I'm preaching. Yeah. You are going to be a polling agent, so you don't come to church. You don't, you can't be a shepherd, but I can be a polling agent. You're looking at me. I'm talking to you. Keep looking at me. Hallelujah. You can't be a basenta leader, but I can be a, a whatever. Polling agent, delegate. Omo, 20 season, bentwa, and then you are going to vote. <laughs> bentwa and 20 cities. <laughs> and t-shirts what a shock i'm saying i'm not saying i'm not getting any power but i'm saying that as you, you see let you, you must know the price of yourself jesus said look at it look at it look at it there what shall a man give in exchange for his soul your soul what is it that will be the price of your soul if you can gain the whole world and lose that means that the, even the whole world cannot pay for your soul i'll tell you something if you are the only sinner in this world jesus will come and die for you your soul is so important to god that if you are the only sinner jesus will still come and die for you shout amen, amen. shout your loudest amen. amen look at this style come 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 chief it's also a style, isn't it? Look at him. Go up. Nice jacket. Nice bed. Short trousers. No socks. Mato Shakabatosa. What a shock. Wow. Take a nice one. Let me take a picture with you. You are the star. Yay. Clap your hands for the Lord. What's your name? King Harris, you are king. It's true. Sit down, let me finish preaching. Nothing is worth enough for the price of your soul. Even a house cannot pay for your soul. Amen. It's a good message. So your neighbor, it's a very good message the man is preaching. Hallelujah. Nothing, nothing, nothing. The next point. Number four. Wow. Are you, are you enjoying the message this morning? My Jesus. Your soul is important. It's so important. But God has appointed shepherds to guide your soul to heaven. Your soul is so important that God has appointed shepherds to guide your soul to heaven. First Peter chapter 2, verse 25. <coughs> First Peter chapter 2, verse 25. For ye were a sheep going astray, but are now retained unto the shepherd and the bishop of your souls. Amen. Bible said, look at it. For you were a sheep going astray. Going astray. You saw the little drama that the people did for us. The film stars. They were telling us how Bishop brought the church here, brought this church here to this town. 
how he came and, and he sent people here and we started the church and, and look at what is happening now some people are saved because somebody was saying to you here what you say here in where so whom you are in so whom and what happened uh, give me a microphone give me a microphone your life was some way what does some way mean women doing bad things stealing sometimes this guy could have been in prison you know that he could have been in prison look at what he's saying nobody knows that he has stolen before who said you look nice rascal like you no 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 he could have been what happened he sent this man to Suhum. Yes. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, he came to my house. Came to your house. Yes. He said, I want you to come. I want you to come. And be a part of the church. Wow. I mean, I went, but it wasn't really. Mm. Mm. We were going, but. And then, and then. One day, one day, a pastor, one day, a certain brother called his pastor. His pastor was on the way to the airport. He said, Pastor, this brother was about to commit fornication. And so the lady had gone to the bathroom to get ready, and he was, he, he was in the lady's house. He said, Pastor, I'm in the guest household. So what are you doing? He said, I will remove my trousers. I'm ready. The pastor said, where is she? He said, he had gone to the bathroom. So okay. Will you obey me? He said, I'll obey you. Wear your pants. Wear it. I said, Pastor, I'll avoid it now. Wear your trousers. I'll close the zip. I'll close the zip. Wear your bed. Run out to the house. The man said, Pastor, I'm outside. I'm out of there. I'm out. He, he escaped. I see you escaping in the name of Jesus. You will escape in Jesus' name. Shut him in again. But this man came, was sent to you, and today you are a pastor. You are a pastor. You see, God knows how precious your soul is. Say amen. amen. That is why God will send a shepherd. The Bible says that He has given a shepherd of your soul, a shepherd bishop of your souls, of your souls, of your souls. If the soul is too important, why should I appoint a bishop and a shepherd for your souls? I'm preaching. Rabbi Emmanuel is a shepherd for your soul. Hallelujah. He's a shepherd watching and guiding over your soul amen, amen. i said amen. amen he's not here he's not here in coco to make sure that uh, uh you are i mean you just is here to just be a shepherd and a guide mm. over your soul your soul the part of you that never dies that is what he's watching over mm. Mm. i'm preaching i said i'm preaching why do you think he's in town why do you think he's in town? Why do you think he, he makes a, he calls you? Why well, I didn't see you in church today. Some of you think that he's, he's a bother when your shepherd calls you. Every day they're worrying me. And when the bus comes to pick you, you are now going to have your bus and you are blessing. As if you are doing the pastor a favor when you come to church. Keep looking at me, I'm preaching to you. Tell your neighbor, the man is preaching to you, 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 you. You in part, he's preaching to you. Yeah. 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 What a way. What a way. Are you still there? When the when the shepherd calls you, Joe, 
where were you yesterday? I didn't see you in church. When you see the number, don't say, I won't pick the call. He's just about to worry me. He always, so if you want the pastor call, you don't even pick, you don't have the respect even to pick the call. As if he wants your money. We are not here because we are here for your soul, not because of your money. You are preaching. What a word I'm 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 preaching. Hallelujah. Bible says that you have not returned. You were like sheep, gone astray, but not returned to the bishop and the shepherd of your souls. Of your souls. Of your souls. The parliamentarian, the MCU, all of them, they are watching over our, our welfare in the center. Of, they have to build roads for us. They have to do all these things. But nobody is caring about your soul. There's no parliamentarian, there's no president whose leading will take you to heaven. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. They can, they can lead you to maybe a place where you have uh, one district, one factory. One district, one factory. One village, one dam. One pond, one fish. <laughs> I mean... The promises are they are there to give us good promises for us to I mean eat well and, and have drive well and all that, but for eternity, no no president will ever talk to you about oh I want to be sure that when you die go to heaven. It's not part of that. Do you hear from the NDC agenda? No. Agenda 2020. No. The big push. Have you heard it? How they are talking about maternity leave and uh, four months that's Okada and all this. Uh, have you heard about heaven in their brain? They don't talk about that. Four more for Nana. Have you ever heard that he said that if you vote for me, I'll make sure you go to heaven? Has he said that? He hasn't said that. He hasn't said that. Because they are not watching over us. So they're watching over our physical life. But God has appointed pastors. Pastors. That is why I pity pastors who do politics. Because politicians must do their politics. But we pastors must watch over your soul. To make sure that you go to heaven, guide you, guide you, guide you, guide you. For many years, for many years, Reverend Lord Into was here, guiding, 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 Then Reverend Mara has come. When the time comes for him to go, we'll bring somebody else. But the reason why we bring them here. Is so they can guide you, guide you, amen. One day the trumpet will sound. Can I can anybody hear me at the back? Can you hear me? If you can hear me, give me a wave. If you can hear me, give me a wave outside. If you can hear me, give, give me a wave. One day, one day the trumpet of the Lord will sound. I'm telling you, King Harris, the King Harris, King what. Harry, Harry, King Harry. One day, when the trumpet sounds, Reverend Mary should see you. So, Harry, you made it. All my follow-up has worked. All my phone calls have paid the price. All my efforts have yielded something. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. What will the pause be the point? What will be the point if Jesus appears and then you are not there? You are not there. 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 It will break our hearts. Mm. We are here to guide you. Guide us. 
guide you. Not for you just to have a nice car, but for you to go to heaven. It's eventually. When we see your car here, we'll be very happy. Can I have an amen? I said, when you see your car here, and where else you'll be parking your car here? Let somebody shout amen. But beyond the car, beyond the car, beyond the car, we are guiding you. Your soul is so important that God has appointed shepherds, pastors, bishops to guide you to heaven. Nobody hearing me today should ever miss out on eternity. We are guiding you. Every preaching is guiding. Every phone call is guiding you. Hallelujah. Every bar that comes to pick you to church, your, your center leader is guiding you. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Every time you say you get a scripture, a message is guiding you. Every time we get it, we are guiding you. We are guiding you. We are guiding you. That is why, if it's so important, why should God appoint a shepherd, a bishop, to guide your soul? Hallelujah. May you return to the bishop of your soul. Return to the bishop of your soul. Return to the shepherd of your soul. Can I have an amen? amen? Never be angry when they ask you, why were you not in church? Never be angry when we say, yes, percentage. don't be angry. Don't be, wait, because we are guiding you. I said, we are guiding you. Where's Anita? Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Final point, then we close. Are you blessed? Number five. Your soul is important because your soul can be lost. So Matthew chapter 16, verse 26. Matthew 16, verse 26. For what shall it what, for what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose and do what? Lose his own soul so your soul can be lost amen, amen. your soul can be what can be lost i preached a message once you know uh, one man came to jesus and asked him what must i do to be saved i preached a message once what must i do to be lost your soul can be lost as i'm preaching right now if you want your soul to be lost just fall asleep. Don't be interested in what I'm saying. If you want your soul to be lost, when I ask you to give your life to Christ, don't mind me. If you want your soul to be lost, as I'm preaching, get up and walk away. What must I do to be lost? It's not difficult. It's not difficult. Walk away from your church. Walk away from your pastor. Walk away from the preaching. Walk away from the altar for the invitation to know Jesus. Walk away. Sit here and don't respond when the time comes for you to respond. What must I do to be lost? Your soul can be lost. Are you with me? Your soul can be lost. Because that's what Jesus said. If you get away and lose your soul, lose your soul. I've known people who had the opportunity to serve God. One day I was in Australia some years back. You'll be there. You'll be there. 
one day we'll see you in heaven. Say, I'll be, say, I'll be there. Come on, shout, I will be there. <laughs> Hallelujah. You will be there. Amen. I was in Australia when a lady came after service. A lady came to me and she told me, Please, Pastor, can you come and pray for my husband who is sick in the hospital? Now, this lady was a Ghanaian, her husband was also a Ghanaian. They lived in Tema. They come from a town in the Asante region. But they lived in Tema, and then the man had a connection or whatever scholarship and went to Australia. And he went to school, and his wife joined him. And when this man was taken ill, and he had leukemia, leukemia is like a type of sickness, cancerous sickness that affects your blood. This man would take a plate, a saucer, put it here, and blood would be oozing from his nose. Oozing. His blood had become so light and thin coming like water and put it down so when i saw him I, I was really i mean i felt something so i prayed for him and then the wife said please can i talk to you so i stayed up with the wife and she told me said bishop my husband was brought up in church of pentecost his parents were elders in the church in, in ghana he said my husband was a very religious and godly man until we came to Australia. And he said to me, I came here to make money and money will I make. He said, when I go back to Ghana, then I can save God. But here we are here to make money. So the man stopped going to church. He stopped having his quiet time. He stopped paying. He was not interested at all in God again. In fact, at a point, the wife told me how he was so opposed to church that when the wife came to church once and went out, he locked the door until, and the wife slept outside till the morning. The wife slept outside till the morning. He told, the wife told me how he, he collected all the music and Christian messages and, and, and tapes and all that and destroyed all of them because he doesn't want to hear any Christian music in his house. Brought up by, brought up in church. In a good church, like church of Pentecost. But he got to a point in his life where he didn't need God again. Was only interested in God again. He was like, look, forget about all this. And all that. And then one day, he wasn't feeling well. And when they went to hospital, the doctor said, what you have is bad. There's no cure. There's no cure. The wife told me, my husband has built two houses in Tema and one in his own hometown. He said, all the houses are finished. They live in a beautiful house in Sydney, Australia. Beautiful mansion. That's where they lived. The wife told me, every home my husband has built is finished. Beds, furniture, fridge, air conditioning, everything is there. But she told me that He's sleeping on a borrowed bed. In the hospital where he's sleeping. The bed he was lying on. He didn't know who was sleeping there before he came. And after he's gone, he doesn't know who will come and sleep there. He had bought many beds. But today he was sleeping on a borrowed bed. He came for money and he has got money. 
He came to make, and he has made money. But money couldn't buy his soul. I tell you, couldn't buy his soul. Well, gain the whole world and lose your soul. He has gained the houses. He has got the cars. When you go to his car, I see the cars parked. But here he was, down, down. Soon after I left, the man died. Died. May your soul not be lost. I say, may your soul not be lost. Today, this afternoon, as you stand in church, as you all sit here today, I'm giving a push. I'm going to give you an opportunity. Some people are invited. Some of you have not taken God so seriously. Some of you come to church once a while. Some of you will literally have to beg you to come to church. Today, your soul is at stake. Today, eternity is looking at you in the eyes. Today, don't 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 trivialize. Don't, 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 don't play a long toy with your soul in eternity. Shall we all stand? Close your eyes with me, every one of us here. If you want to be lost, don't take what I'm saying seriously. If you want your soul to be lost, make fun of our preaching. If you want your soul to be lost, walk away from what the man is saying today. If you want your soul to be lost, don't respond when the time comes. But right now, as every head is bowed and every eye closed, everybody outside and inside, close your eyes with me. This is a very serious moment. A very serious moment in this church. If you're standing here, you say, Bishop, today, I want to take God seriously. Today, I want to take my soul seriously i don't want to die and destroy my soul i don't want to die and perish in hell this sunday afternoon i need jesus in my life if you're here right now and you want jesus to come into your heart lift up your right hand and i shall pray for you let it go up I'm, I, the many of you who need to some of you you will look like you are, you are a slider you are not taking God seriously lift your right hand up high quickly 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 I need to pray for you now before we close lift your hand up we are not joking at all we are serious here if you can hear me and hear me well lift your right hand up high high father look at every hand that is lifted may today mark a day of a new beginning if your hand is lifted can you walk and come to me here? Come, come.
Close your eyes, everybody. Close your eyes. The whole church, everybody here, close your eyes. God is telling me there are some people standing out there who need to rededicate your life to God. You have, for of the past few months, you have not taken God seriously. Come and join us right now. I'm waiting for you. Come now. Come now. I'm waiting for you. Come quickly. Come quickly. Come quickly. Clap for them as they come. Clap for them as they come. Come. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. I surrender Two-hands up high with me, all of you in front here. Lift your two-hands up high, high above your head, high above your head. Lift your hands with me. Now, what did you say this prayer and say with all your heart and mean it? Say after me, dear Lord Jesus, this Sunday afternoon, I give my heart to you. I receive Jesus. As my Lord and Savior, forgive me of all my sins. Come into my heart. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I am yours. See after me. From today, I belong to Jesus. From today, my life belongs to Jesus. My soul belongs to Jesus. I promise to serve Jesus the rest of my life. Dear Lord Jesus, save me. Dear Lord Jesus, help me. I don't want my soul to be lost. I don't want my soul to perish. Today, I belong to Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Thank you, Jesus, for writing my name in the book of life. From this moment, I belong to Jesus. I will serve Jesus the rest of my life. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Clap your hands for the Lord. Don't go, don't go away. Stay, stay, stay here, stay here. Now listen, listen. This is a very important time. One of the greatest blessings we have in our church is the blessing of young people serving God. Can I have an amen? I was, how old are you? 
15. I was 13 years old when I came and lifted my hands to Jesus Christ. It has been more than 40, 45, about 40, 43, 40, 45, 46 years old. I mean, yes, now, since I gave my life to Christ. I tell you something. Today is a day of a new beginning. Some of you have been coming to church, but you have not taken God serious. From today, your soul will never get lost. You will serve Jesus the rest of your life. Can I have an amen? Let your life be dedicated to him. Every Sunday, make sure you are in church. Will you come? Make sure nobody takes your soul away from God. And I believe that one day, look at my face. I'm also looking at your face. One day, I'll meet you in heaven. I say, I'll meet you in heaven. It's possible that we may meet in America. It's possible we may meet in London. But the one place that you should never miss is heaven. May we meet in heaven in Jesus' name. Shout amen. Put your two hands on your head. Father, thank you for these wonderful people. I bless every one of them. May today make a day of a new beginning. May you rule and reign in their hearts. May none of them ever fall away from you. But may you rule and reign in their hearts. I pray, O oh God, that the souls will be kept by you, the bishop of our souls. Keep us and preserve us. Help us to serve you and help us to follow you. Thank you, Father, for today. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Clap your hands for the Lord. Now, I'm going to ask you to go back to your seats, isn't it? They're going to go back to your seats and then I will talk to you after. Clap your hands for them as they go back. Go back to your chairs. Come on, sing it for me. Minister. Okay, sing it. Thank you. 